This does not have to be difficult. It's not a program. It's not a fancy tutor. It's not pricey. It's just looking through what science says are the simplest things that help us raise up strong kids from the inside out. I identified the seven most highly correlated traits that are teachable. That's the best thing. Teachable. Doesn't have anything to do with DNA or zip code or GPA. Hello, hello, blissful parents out there. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Um, I've got a really special guest for you guys today. Hi to Dr. Borba. How are you doing today? I am so fine. I'm so looking forward to this. Thanks, Michelle. No problem. Oh my gosh. Um, can you share with us a little bit about you? Well, the most important thing is I'm a, I'm a mom. I have three boys. Grandma with a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Absolutely wonderful. Former special ed teacher and then taught, te- taught school and number different levels. Um, got my doctorate in educational psychology and counseling, and I have had the absolute honor of working on 19 countries. Uh, absolutely amazing. Speaking in countries, what you learn, we are so much more alike than different. Everybody has the same concerns and questions about their kids on how do we raise them to be happy and successful human beings. Oh my gosh. And we were sharing just before this episode went live today, how we also share a mission uh, to helping a million families, you know, and us at Blissful Parenting, so how to be more happier and healthier. Your book is called Thrivers. And I just, oh, just, it's just so cool to yeah, show, 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 to, yeah, please show it to us. Thrivers, so. Oh my gosh. This was so difficult to write. So it just like, there we go. It's Thrivers. Thrivers. So the surprising reasons why some kids struggle and others shine. And it's so interesting. Um, you're also got a few other books um, that is called Building Morale, Intelligence, and Unselfie, Why Empathetic Kids Succeed in Our All About Me World. And so I just love what you're all about, Dr. Borba. Oh, thank you. And, you know, it's so interesting. Um, you are uh, getting a lot of media attention with the message that you have right now. So why do you think that is? Uh, why is this message hitting home in so many millions of families across the across the world? Oh, thanks for that question. Well, first of all, I've been working on trying to figure out why some kids do thrive. So I began to look at the science. Over 40 years, I've been studying the same thing. And what I realize is that most of our parenting books don't give us the here's what the science says will help your kid be able to handle the challenges, handle the adversity, be more happy from the inside out and mentally healthier. When I started writing Thrivers, one in five American kids, I'm sure it's the same in North America, Canada, we're going to be suffering from a mental health disorder. It's now one in three when the pandemic hit. So what I'm really trying to do is tell us all, this does not have to be difficult. It's not a program. It's not a fancy tutor. It's not pricey. It's just looking through what science says are the simplest things that help us raise up strong kids from the inside out. I identified the seven most highly correlated traits that are teachable. That's the best thing. Teachable doesn't have anything to do with DNA or zip code or GPA, but it's confidence. You've got to be able to figure out who I am and what I stand for. We know that kids have social confidence or empathy are more likely to be able to thrive. They don't have to have 50,000 friends, but just a couple of loyal buddies. Uh, The third one is self-control. There isn't a person out there that doesn't realize how critical that one is. Our kids have got to learn coping strategies. Fourth is integrity. It's our values planted inside our kid. So when push comes to shove, they're able to say, I I got this. It's okay. Here's what I stand for. 
curiosity. Michelle, it keeps coming up over and over again that curious kids, not Albert Einstein's, but curious kids are kind of out of the box thinkers. So when they're confronted with a problem, they go, that's okay. I'll figure out another way around it. And they don't wait to be rescued or helicoptered. Finally comes perseverance. They they realize it's their effort that matters. The more you put into whatever you want, the better, more likely you'll succeed. And the final one is optimism and hope. That's what we all need right now. You put all that together and it helps the child be more resilient. No, you don't need to have all of them. But the more you have, the better you are at helping your child be able to just handle anything that comes their way the rest of their lives. Well, I think we can just end the interview now. Go home because you shared so many amazing, <laughs> so many amazing things already with us that I love. And how did you come up with these seven things? Like, oh, I used a lot of post-its and a dining room table. What I did, seriously, as I devoured, once I realized there was phenomenal science that studied cohorts of the same children for 30 to 40 years, kids who have overcome adversity like homelessness, war, um, sexual abuse, schizophrenic parents, and they still made it. There's amazing amount of studies. I began to look at, so why is the kids surviving in that study and that study and that study? I made piles of post-its. And then I looked at which piles had the most and what were the commonalities of that science, that science, and that science. That's how I came up with the seven. They were the most highly correlated traits of proven to, to help our kids become resilient, but also they're all teachable, simple things that we can do in our homes for our kids. Well, thank you for doing all that research for us, <laughs> because that's going to make our job so much simpler if we can follow those, those yeah. steps and those tools. So in your book, do you teach what those, how to then yes. implement those as well? Yeah. Each chapter is one of those seven traits. Wow. And each chapter also has not only stories about real kids that we all know who bounced back, but also dozens of ideas on how to teach it. And each strategy is age related. So it'll say, here's what to do if you're a preschool. Here's what you do if you're a middle school kid. Just simple ideas. Self-confidence, the easiest thing. If we wanted to do one little thing tonight, we could all do. Take a three by five card and walk around your kids without knowing that they knowing that you're supposed to be watching them. And what I want you to do is tune into what brings them joy. What are they gravitating towards a little more? What are their interests? Thrivers have a stronger knowledge of who I am. They have a knowledge of their strengths. And you know, one of the most interesting things about thrivers, they have hobbies. So they use the hobby like guitar, or it could be knitting or baking. So when the stress builds, they go to the hobby and it helps them decompress. If your child doesn't have a hobby, don't worry about it. Start introducing them as a family or get maybe aunts and uncles to get online and teach here's how to do knitting or here's how to do baking and watch what your child seems to really resonate towards. I asked kids, what were your hobbies? And they all looked at me dumbfounded. Who's got time for a hobby? Weave it in. It's so simple. Books, reading books, highly correlated to thrivers because it helps them put the book and then just kind of decompress. But we also know it's called bibliotherapy. If you can find a book that is dealing with the child's problem, like maybe grandma just passed away, go to the children's reference library and say, I have a nine-year-old son. Grandma just died. Do you have any books for about that? You can't believe she could be a pile this big. <laughs> Find a couple that are helpful to your child. He'll begin to get into not only realizing, wow, the character got through it, 
but so too can I. And here's some solutions on how he did it. Each chapter has dozens of movie clips you can watch with your child and books that you can also read with your child. That's fascinating. I love I love that. And it's interesting. My son's uh, my son came home the other day. He's in grade four. And Aww. he came home with this whole list of things that his teacher had got them to go and fill out all about them. And like oh, I, and reading that, it good. was really interesting because I and that just relates to just exactly what you're saying. I was like, wow, I actually learned quite a few things about him that then we were able to start engaging in conversations like, oh, I didn't know that you were, you know, really interested in dinosaurs, you know, tell me more about that. And you know, what is that like for you? And it was really great to be able to do that. So I love your activity idea. Oh, Michelle, I love that. And the tunes the teacher into knowing who your child is. You know, there's also, um, I just did this with Dr. Phil, and he loved it. It's a core asset survey. And there's four pages what you do is you sit down by yourself without your kid and sit there and figure out what's his learning styles, what are his interests, mm-hmm. what are his character strengths. And most parents who, who do that say, I, I forgot, I overlooked those. And then you start tuning them up. Too often what we seem to do is um, focus in on our kids' deficits and weaknesses mm-hmm. as opposed to here's who they are and here's their strengths. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, like sometimes what they're hearing a lot of is like, don't do this or do this better. Or, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, gosh, like they need to start hearing some more about all the great things that they're doing too. We forget to, you know, I know I'm saying we, but I mean, me as a parent also, I need that reminder to remember to keep, you know, like saying all the good things too. And, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, we focus on the negative things and, and that and when we focus on it, there's more of that. So I, focusing on the good things, it's amazing. I started to notice more good things happening. You will. Another mother told me exactly the same thing. All of a sudden, she said she began to realize that she'd been focusing too much on the weaknesses. Now, that's not saying that we're going to stop helping our kid if he's struggling right. in math. But what we do know is that the foundation to thriving is at least understanding and accepting your strengths. And it probably is going to be different than ours. Mm-hmm. But if you go in that direction, it actually creates the joy and everything that you're about and you're in your blissful, the blissfulness. That's what it's <laughs> yeah. all about. Creates more blissful. blissful yeah. like, you know, as blissful parents, we should be looking for the for the good stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's fascinating. I really, uh, I really appreciate the way that you, you compiled the information. So can people find your book anywhere? They sell books, Amazon, it's on Audible. It sounds like you kind of need to like, it's good to have the hard copy because there's some apps some things that you can do in it too, right? Yes, it comes in a hard copy, comes in digital, comes in audio, but, but most parents are saying that they bought the audio and then they went to the digital or the hard copy so they could mark it up. The other thing, it has a book discussion guide at the end. So mm. maybe read it with a girlfriend or read it mm. with your read it with your parenting partner or pass it on to grandma. Because the more we get on tune with another, another adult who cares desperately about our children and has is on the same plane with us, there goes the bliss up again. And what we begin to realize is that now we've got the support that we all just desperately need. Absolutely. So if we are sitting in this uh, mid to later part of the pandemic right now, and you know, your focus is really helping parents and bosses and teachers and get back to remembering what's really important, um, you know, after this pandemic. And so what would you do um, in our situation right now? Like what would be the first couple of things you would do to kind of get moving on the right track again with your, with your family? Number one is I would, of the seven traits, I'd skip to optimism. 
And I go straight to there and let's give kids a sense of hope. A couple of points on that is that we now know that resilient children, they're not Pollyannas. They have a reality base that this has been a tough couple of years, but they also are able to see a little bit of the silver lining. Our biggest worries as parents is while every kid's going to have a bad day, if that pessimism starts to just become so pervasive and no longer temporary and is always there, it can rob our children of hope. And there goes not only their optimism, but also their perseverance, their focusing and their confidence. So maybe one little simple little thing you can start doing right now is uh, come up with a family mantra. Maybe brainstorm as a family together, like we're strong or we got this. And if you don't want to do a family mantra, then you start saying it out loud so that anytime you're frustrated, oh my gosh, I'm really frustrated right now, but that's okay. I'll get through it. I'll get through it. If you keep saying the same mantra, what happens is your child begins to actually listen, which is mm. shocking, but they do. And then the other thing is their, your voice becomes your child's inner voice. Mm. So now they have something to be able to negate the worries and the negativity. That's so simple, but that's science fact pr proven. And that's something that our children need. Yeah, that's a fantastic strategy. It's not only are you then modeling how to like name the feeling and then, you know, persevere yes. through it. And that's also then I think going to be, you know, picked up by your kids. And then after a while, they're starting saying mom's favorite thing to say is yes. <laughs> we'll get through this. And then, you know, they've internalized it. Right. The glorious thing is what, what many kids have told me. One of the biggest mistakes we do is we teach one thing or we show one thing, but we don't do it nearly enough. Mm. So the skill doesn't become internalized. What I try to do in Thrivers is come up with, here's the seven most highly correlated strengths of resilience, but each strength has three skills. For instance, self-control. Well, one of them is you better learn how to cope. So when the stress hits you, you better know what am I going to do instead? So it doesn't mount, it doesn't go into anxiety. There's lots of ideas, but the simplest one I learned from Navy SEALs, the most elite forces we have, they said, what you need to do is start teaching your kid to identify their stress signs. Go ahead, mm. point it out. Don't give them time out. Just, hey, I notice you're getting, starting to get frustrated. Name the feeling mm. because this is what you're doing. Your hands are in a fist or your little feet are going up and down or you're grinding your teeth or whatever. <laughs> Every kid has their own unique sign. That may take a couple of weeks. And then the moment the stress comes, the kid then says inside his head, like a Navy SEAL, relax, chill. And then what am I going to do instead? One of the reasons why so many women are doing yoga Mm -hmm. that it's actually helps you relax. So you can teach your kid a one, two breath. Mm -hmm. As soon as you feel it mount, you know, you're stressed. You can hear yourself say, I'm getting upset, counter it, relax, chill. Or I got this. Take a deep, slow breath from real deep in your tummy. Like you're smelling a flower <laughs> and then hold it and blow it out. Like you're blowing out a birthday candle, but your exhale is twice as long as your inhale. Mm -hmm. One, two breath, fastest way to relax, doesn't cost a dime. Keep practicing it. Your kid will be able to do it any place the rest of his life without you. Good thing for the adults to practice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the whole family can practice that one. <laughs> and we need it, don't we? 
Absolutely. That's great. Oh my gosh, Dr. Barbara, this has been so awesome. Thank you so much for giving us so much. Oh my gosh. So many nuggets in the short period of time we've had you with us and you're off to talk to Dr. Phil tomorrow. Like you're on the Today Show next week. You're a busy lady and I appreciate you spending the time talking to our Blissful parents. It's been fabulous to hear us. And so Blissful parents, please go out, grab Dr. Barbara's book. It's so amazing. Uh, and I've learned so much things. I'm going to go buy it too. And uh, tell us uh, where would your favorite place for us to go get it from? Oh, my website's michelleborba.com. I'm a one L Michelle and <laughs> Borba rhymes with Zorba. So it's Michelle Borba drivers. There's also all different kinds of downloads that are free little videotapes that you can look at of one minute clips of the things we're saying. I mean, honestly, the book is everything that you could possibly need. I don't want you to read the whole thing at once. This is a put it by your nightstand, Mm -hmm. flip into it, find one strategy you want to do a minute a day for at least 21 days. When your kid has it, then add the next and the next and the next. And that's how we raise thrivers, Michelle. I love it. Well, I'm super excited to raise thrivers because they're going to be up for a lot of craziness in this world over the next few years. Yeah, so. <laughs> unfortunately. Look, it, it is an uncertain world. It's an anxious world. And if not a pandemic, who knows what's coming down the pike? Right. What we've got to do is make our kids ready for whatever comes their way. Yeah. And how and building resilience, resilient kids is going to be the best route to go. So thank you so much for paving the path for us and creating a plan for us to follow. So blissful parents, thank you for joining us today. Make sure you go out and reach out and buy Thrivers book by Dr. Michelle Borba. And you can find that anywhere, but go to Dr. Michelle, go to michelleborba.com and get it there. And then thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to having you back again one day. Thank you. I'd love to. Thank you. Thank you so much, blissful parents. See you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com.